Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the 49ers Podcast Network. Second Thursday that we're coming live with all the Niner faithful. Uh, before we begin, before I introduce the panel, uh, if you want to follow each and every one of us, or if you have a special content creator you like, all their links are in the uh, description below. Just all you got to do is click on it, and it'll take you directly to their channel and subscribe and hit that like button and that notification bell so that you will be notified each and every time they go on. With that said, let's welcome uh, my boy, my co-host, Mr. Brandon. What's up, brother? What's going on, Beto? What's going on, guys? And we got Mariah, the one and only, uh, up, here fam? tonight. How you doing, Mariah? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And we got my boy Dion in the house. What's up, Dion? Well, y'all already know what it is, man. UCLA forever. <laughs> I love it. And we got, <laughs> last but not least, we got our boy Rod in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, we always got to take out a couple little bears around here, kick them out, you know, the little deer and stuff. But it's all good, you know. Fight on, baby. Yeah, Let's get you know. it. I mean, you know how it is. You know, USC runs football. We run basketball. It is what it is. Uh, we beat y'all this year. <clears throat> that doesn't mean you're going to the tournament. <laughs> just saying. we beat You y'all. ain't going anyway, to the tournament. To the let's just get to the show. Damn. Yeah, let's get to the show because you, you ain't going nowhere near the NCAA tournament. We ranked. You're not. Just letting you know that. Yeah, that's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Jaime Hawkins being that ass. Boy. Oh, you on had that, that one little uh, victory. Oh, congratulations. On that quick, you know, we got our a guest tonight, and uh, Melissa are with us, and she's celebrating her birthday this weekend. So, everybody, what up, Melissa? Chat, please let her know, let, let her know, happy birthday, and the guys on the panel. Uh, let's happy wish her birthday. happy birthday. Happy Dude. birthday. Rod, 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 you know we can't we can't do it like that. We gotta hit her with Stevie. Come on. Go for it. Oh no. Yeah, no, I'm gonna let that throw. Yeah, that, that's that it. Shit. There they go. They can have that one now. I'm gonna let Rod with that one, bro. Y'all got it. Happy no, birthday. No, man. Look, look, if you ain't, you know, it's it's just happy birthday with a little rhythm to it. That's all Stevie did, you know. Instead of the basic, you know, Stevie put a little feet, put a little funk on it, you know. But happy birthday, <laughs> happy early birthday to you, Melissa. Hope it's a fantastic one. I hope you get a lot of Niner gear. And I hope that your brother that's a Packers fan is horridly crying right now because, you know, Aaron Rodgers finally came out of the darkness. I came out of my dark spot, and you know I like everything. Um, but if it's not for me, I'm not gonna like it, bro. How many drugs did you do? <laughs> Come on now. He Aaron Rodgers went in there, took an LSD tab. He popped an ecstasy pill. He probably did a little peyote. You know, he might even sniffed a little coke slash heroin just to figure out if all of these drugs create the psychedelic formula. That makes him think the way he does. It, it, I'm just good lord. We that, that that's that's a train wreck of a human being. 
He just out here just fucking off that money, boy. What you doing? Or you know, I took I took two million, and uh, I'm not really sure what I did with it. <laughs> but you know, the universe spoke to me, and they told me spend this two million. So I just did it. And they're like, Aaron, you messed off two million. That's eh, all right. The Packers are gonna give it to me anyway. <laughs> give me another forty because they're dumb. All right, so before we actually get into it, uh, just for everybody that's uh, watching us right now, if you guys are watching on Twitter, we cannot see your comments in the chat. So go over to any of our YouTube pages, and we'll be able to see your chat there and uh, comment and everything. Oh, it's not showing it? It doesn't show on Twitter. It never does. No, Twitter, yeah, it hasn't been showing like that forever. Hey, nice impression of Zach, by the way. I got to let him know. (laughs) <laughs> fucking Dion <laughs> I can't alright so I'm going to kick this off let's get into it Go hey, ahead, how do we all feel that Juwan motherfucking Jennings is back home Because I'm happy I'm glad Juwan is back I wanted third in Juwan here I like Juwan things. I like what he does on the field I'd like him to be more consistent with his catching. But, hey, if you get a first down, possibly even a TD, I'm okay with that only being the catches that you make. The only issue is I would like to see you on the field more often, and his size dictates that he should really be a red zone threat, and we should be using him in that way. So we have to be able to try to get packages in here for him. But I am happy that Juwan is here I figure we're going to go in the other other direction. We're going to kick over the rod, and then we'll slide up that way, and then we're going to have everybody speak their piece. But for me, I'm happy Mr. Jennings is back home. I knew he was going to be here because he was an exclusive rights free agent. But I, I agree with you, Dre. But what you think, Rod? Love it. I'm glad this back. Um, I'm definitely happy because he secures a, a, another running black or another running blocker. You know what I'm saying? Or even in the pass blocking game down the field. So I'm definitely happy that he's back. Um, he can definitely make key catches, obviously. Third and Jawan, you know, that's his name. So that does come in. That's definitely key right now more than ever as well. So I'm good with that one. Uh, Melissa, you there? Yep. How do you feel? I know you feel good about Mr. Jennings being back, so talk to us. Uh, I can be more over the moon. Um, I think Juwan. What happened? What's connected? Oh, yeah. She's much over the moon. All right. Well, when she comes back, we'll do that. But uh, Mariah, how do you feel? (laughs) We know she's over the moon. We know she's over the moon. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, I I mean, I talked about this earlier. I wish that we would maybe offer him a couple-year deal instead of just this tender, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Like, give the guy a little bit, little bit of security, um, a little bit of guaranteed money, because the money he's really getting on these tender deals isn't much, considering, you know? Um, Especially yeah, living in California, that, of all places. Ooh. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm happy. I'm glad he's back. Um, and yeah, I hope that to see him use more too. All right, Brandon, talk to us. 
uh, I'm excited for for this. Um, I'm glad that he's he's back uh, for this coming up season. We definitely need him, especially on those third downs. Um, so I'm excited to see him go off again this season. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited as well. I love his attitude. Uh, I love the the presence that he brings to the field. Players, he just brings a certain attitude to that offense where everybody just wants to just continue to bust heads. Him and Kittle both bring that type of uh, atmosphere that we're not going down. You're going to try to take us down. I try very hard, but it's, you're not going to be successful. I love that they brought him back. Um, you know, he's not a fast receiver, but you don't need him to be. You just need him to be that third down. Uh, tough catch receiver that, bring, that you know, moves the chains, and that's what he does very well. And his catching ability has gotten better, at least in my opinion. And I like Joe Jennings. I think he's—I love his personality and his character, man. And personally, myself, we need more of Joe Jennings uh, in this offense, man. I, don't, I hate being a finesse offense. I want to be a nasty offense with that an attitude. Totally I agree, agree with that, man. I agree with that wholeheartedly um, because. When you have players like him, he pisses people off to get stupid penalties. Yes. He's fantastic in the blocking, you know what I'm saying? And the dude just goes out there and plays. He doesn't complain. You never hear him crying about not getting targets, none of that, man. And when he makes a great play, he's so humble about it. And you can appreciate that. You know what I mean? Everybody can appreciate that. What's up to everybody in the chat? We got Dre. We got Christy. Terra Dome in the building. Mm. Melissa's there. Um, what's up with it, everybody? Yeah, we got everybody in the chat. Everybody in the chat, what's going on? Um, so, next thing. I'll bring up a list of uh, QBs that are going to be available. But we need it. We need a person. We need somebody in the wow. building because we don't have anybody. Um, so, I'm going to kick this to Mariah. Should we sign a veteran quarterback and draft one, or should we just look to get a veteran quarterback and lead a draft alone, or just draft one and lead a veteran quarterback alone? What, what, what do you think we should be doing right now? In a perfect world to me, we get a vet and we draft somebody in the later rounds, though, like nothing okay crazy but maybe six seventh even undrafted you know just a young guy okay and i'm gonna bring it over to brandon what do you think what what should we do for this quarterback situation because we currently are in a bit of a pickle here i think um signing a veteran uh will be perfect for us um and also uh will help out uh, Trey and Brock as well. Um, just, you know, get better and uh, teach them the techniques and everything like that. So um, I saw Marcus Mariota became a free agent. So, I mean, even with him being a QB3, I think it would be okay. Uh, or even if Matt Ryan gets released, I was looking at him too because he knows Kyle Shanahan's offense as well. So he could also help with Brock and Trey in that offense too so that though what do you think about this yeah we definitely have to bring a veteran quarterback but i need a veteran quarterback not only if he can teach 
Trey and Brock, but I need someone that in case needed to be able to come in and be successful on the field. I don't need a Matt Ryan where uh, he, you know, he's able to teach, but if you call upon his number, you know, he's going to guarantee to tr- turn the ball over. And uh, sometimes he can teach the young quarterbacks the wrong things, uh, whether it's a fault of his or not. It's just, I want a quarterback like uh, Brissett or someone that can come in, they can be serviceable. Uh, but we definitely need uh, to bring a vet, and we definitely need to draft a quarterback after going through the carousel of quarterbacks last year. Um, a lot of people, whether they believe or don't believe that it's Kyle uh, gets quarterback hurt, it doesn't matter. We went through four, almost five quarterbacks last season, and we can't go through that again. So we, I, my opinion, definitely bring in a, a, a serviceable backup. They can play on the field and teach off the field and uh, draft a young uh, rookie as well. Yeah, but I think I think real quick, I think any of these candidates that we just mentioned is 100% better than a freaking Josh Johnson. Let's just put that out True. there right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Josh so. Johnson's shadow is better than Josh Johnson. What do you think, Ryan Gardner? I don't know. I, I feel like even if you do bring in a veteran, it's cool. It's fine. I, I think I'm more with the the young uh, type of talent going in and looking for somebody in the draft. You got to remember, we got Brian Greasy here for a reason. And I think we need to truly continue to utilize him for what he is, mm. you know, in a mindset because he truly knows how Kyle, you know, how his mindset is. So I think that continuing to have that that ace in your you know in your pocket which is having him there i just feel like greasy is pretty much the key because if you think about it for us to go through three quarterbacks technically four but three of them that truly played throughout this season and to have the success that we did with them we got to give a lot of you know we got to compliment you know, and give some 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 flowers to Brian Greasy on that situation. So I, I would look at a young quarterback and then go from there. Okay, I like it. I like it. Me personally, um, I'm of the ilk. Get a vet, you know, someone that's serviceable who can play if needed, and then you bring in, you know, probably even a little rookie here and there. So if you look at it, um, I think Bethel's trying to put this through. I can't see it on the actual screen. There we go. Just There we go. Basically, you look at it, man, there's certain quarterbacks that we're not going to touch. We're not touching Derek Carr because he wants to get paid starter money. Um, Carson, I want no parts of. He done been through, what, three teams already? And no one believes in him, so why should we? Um, he's retired. He's just on the list because I guess he probably hasn't finalized out his paperwork with the NFL, PA, and the league and all that crap. Um, I want no parts of Mariota for my my liking for him. He's just a backup guy. Um, but him being in our building doesn't really help, help us much. I don't care about Baker Mayfield. Plus, I think he's going anyway. Um, I don't want any parts of Sam Darnold. Honestly, I'm just – and me honestly taking a dig at SC, just don't work out in the league. The last quarterback for SC that worked out was Carson Palmer. And that was a while back. 
to be because I liked Mark Sanchez. That's fact. The Sanchez honestly just rolled the coattails of the Jets defense. Totally so, agree with you. Number C produces. Five. They produce great offensive linemen, great defensive linemen, great defensive players all around. Wide you know receivers. what I'm saying? Great, great wide just the quarterback. But for some reason, the quarterbacks just don't pan out. I don't know why. Uh, it's just like Ohio State. Ohio State will give you everything, but they will not give you a yeah. last. Because if somebody right. can lay no, 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 no. Don't bring Brady nowhere near the bay. Brady retired his ass, go home and relax. He got enough shit going on in his personal life. It is what it is. But um, when I look at this, I know a lot of people don't like Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy. I figure he'll be all right as a little, little, little backup on a cheap deal, something small. Daniel Jones is out there, but I think the Giants bring him back on a deal that's suitable for them because they don't have any other eyeballs. Seems to have figured out what to do with them. Um, Another guy on this list, and I just I want I want an opinion from the panel because the next guy on this list I think is all right type of dude, Case Keenum. I think he can be okay. I think he's he's serviceable, and I think he should be all right as far as money goes. We still have a lot to do. I'll get into the money thing a little bit later because I do want everybody's opinion on that. But what do y'all think of Case Keenum, um, Mariah? What what do you think of Case? Because he, he he's all right, you know. He ain't great, great but he he can win you a game with me. Yeah, he's he's good enough. <laughs> I don't have too many thoughts on him, but yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it. Okay, what do you think, beat ups? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind him to be honest. Um, at the end of the day, he's a Q, He's gonna be a backup quarterback, a veteran, and. I think uh, I think he'll fit in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what do you think, Rod? Cool. You know, um, I think he's – what was it? He got saved when he was with Minnesota that one year. So, mm-hmm. by Diggs, mm-hmm. you know, in the catch with the Saints. So, I mean, he's cool. Um, eh, I, I would look at Marcus Mariota. You know, bring a little different dynamic to the situation, a little size. You know, something like that. Do yeah. A dink and dunk that'll work. Hmm. You're on mute, dude. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to keep my birds quiet. But uh, uh, the quarterback thing you mentioned, uh, the one you like, Dion, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you. Right, like Case Keenum or perhaps. Oh, Case Keenum. Oh, man. I mean, if you're bringing someone in, like I said, to nearly be the third string quarterback, uh, possibly the second, depending on what direction we go with Brock Purdy, because it's really unknown at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I can see <laughs> Martin, wait, I don't know, man. Uh, really? I was even thinking of, uh, what's his name? I know a lot of people don't like him, but uh, I know Chris, Christian loves him. Uh, the guy from uh, the Rams. Uh, Baker Mayfield? Yeah, Christian yeah. thinks he's some. He's going to be some Rams savior. But... I don't think Baker Mayfield is that dude. Yeah. And, hey, look, I'll keep, look, 
Real quick, I will keep taking the Omari Howard compliments, bro. I ain't, I ain't, I'm, I'm all right with that. There you go. Um, I just hope, honestly, I know we're gonna bring in a, a vet. I just hope that uh, Trey Lance can uh, stay healthy, and, and at the end of the day, man, he will be the guy that will be uh, running this ship uh, the way it's supposed to, the way it was intended. I understand we have to bring a vet and we have to bring a serviceable one, but I'm really rooting for either Brock or or uh, Trey um, because uh, there's certain amount of money that we're going to pay for a third string quarterback. And you're, you know, the saying goes, "You get what you pay for." If mm-hmm. you're, you're going to yep. get a, if you're going to pay a certain bracket, you're going to get that type of quarterback, and you know you can't complain. But and and I'm looking at anywhere within the five to six million, probably if not lower. So we'll see who they bring in. I, I know, like I said earlier, Burr said, but I think he's going to demand about 10 to 12 a, a year. That's probably out of our range. Uh, so you really think Matt Ryan's, worth 10 to 12. You really think somebody going to pay that man 10 to $12 million? I people are these NFLs are so hungry for a back for a starting quarterback, bro. Um, I'm not saying he's worth it personally, but, I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody's going to pay much more for Jimmy mm-hmm. out there. And I'm oh, yeah. That's, much that's, more. I'm talking about $30 million a year. I keep telling people he's going to get 25 to $30 million and people keep looking at me like I'm crazy. And uh, no, my you're, mom's you're not crazy, bad, hey, mom. But it doesn't I, mean he I'm deserves it or he'll play up to it, but that's what he'll he's get. He's going to get that money. Like somebody's going to pay him. I'm Absolutely. telling you right now, like y'all need, like people need to stop acting like that man ain't finna fetch a bit, you know, a nice little bit of change on the market. Mm-hmm. I don't like him, but I, I there's if there's one thing about me, even if I don't like you, I'm still realistic. I never cared for Kobe. I did not, but I know he's a he's a great fucking basketball player. I know he was the closest thing that I've ever seen to Michael Jordan. So while I may not have cared for him, I'm not gonna disrespect his greatness. You serious? Come on, people. Like, we just got to be realistic. It is what it is. You know, uh, <laughs> throwback hitter with the PS. A cast a cast is, is, is a, a Jimmy sexual to the max, bro. He holds his ball sack for him and everything. Damn. <laughs> he do, bro. You, if you yeah. ain't seen it, I'm going to have to. What's up, Tanya? I literally so have muted it's dudes just, on on Twitter just because I, I can't I yeah, can't keep dealing with that one, bro. It's, I just, it's every it's every every fucking post is love for Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm like I've been muting him, but my thing is yeah, why do people give know. him a ten? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like he throws things out there and people just bite to it, and it's like why would y'all give this dude attention? Yeah. That's the thing that gets me. It's like, mm-hmm. if you know it's outlandish, it's like, why are y'all giving that any type of energy? But who am I to stop somebody else from what they do? Oh, no. Nah, yeah. I, and I, I I agree with you, Rod. We we the yeah. same on that. Because I literally yeah. will stop. Like, I, that's why I mute them. I'm like, well, I ain't finna pay right. attention to the cats, bro. If you exactly. love it, you love it. You know, exactly. that that's on you. You live your life the way you want to live it. I'm going to be realistic. I know the man's going to fetch a, a nice bit of money on the market. Right. I know that for a fact because teams mm-hmm. need a quarterback yeah. and they will pay. Yeah. And they're going to look and they're going to say, well, hey, he won. And that's all, right. all they're going to look at. And anybody with a brain ahead can look beyond that, look at the playoffs, 
look at a, look at everything as a whole and understand that there are things that should not be put in there. But hey, man, it's you know it is what it is. You know, I I ain't finna be mad about it. Everybody can do what they want to do, man. Right. Me personally, I just know this. I'm good. Kyle's good. John is good. So no matter how much you try to manifest that, the people in charge have told you they, they're done. So yeah. there's nothing Ash, else what to up? do. Mr. So Debbie, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Oh, look, wait. Okay, now you Miss Deb. What's up, Miss Deb? Miss Debbie done muted you. <laughs> no, you got issues. Miss Debbie is one of the sweetest people mm-hmm. on the planet. I had the pleasure of meeting her a couple years ago at a preseason game uh, for the Ken when we played the Kansas City Chiefs. Very, very sweet woman. When she mutes you, oh, uh, yeah, bro, you know you done went way over the top. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know you yep. went over the top. Yep. You know, because Miss yep. Debbie, De- 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 Debbie is like, like, like the mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that extended yeah. parent. And you know, it's like yeah. when she tell you you done messed up, you know you done messed right. up. You know, right. so it's definitely how it is. But um you know, in, in in our community, she would be looked out as that, you know, the big mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Know. And you better be careful when you go in because you gotta you be did. smart about it. Make the right decisions, don't be dumb. There you go. There you go. But I got a so good question for everybody, because this is going to happen. We're going to mess around with some people's money because we ain't got no money. We literally have, what, about two and a half million dollars, roughly, mm-hmm. in cap space, which ain't going to cut it for free agency. We don't dip our toe in that that pond very often, and if that. But uh, we are going to need to bring in a few more people. Uh, we are losing people. I believe we got... Roughly, what, somewhere between 20 to 28 free agents, something like that. Um, But to create cash space, we're going to need to move around some money. Um, I'll give it to you first, Bet, though. Who do you think is up for restructure? Um, I would hope that they go in Fred Warner's direction. Uh, You know, um, this will be his first restructure since getting his contract with the San Francisco 49ers. So I believe he will be a great candidate. And he's a great middle linebacker. I, I don't see us moving from him anytime soon. I know a lot of people are kind of heading in the direction of Eric Darmstead. As much as I like him, and I think he's very serviceable at the position that he's at, I don't know if I want to move his can down the road. Uh, I would love to do that with uh, Fred Warner. And I think that once Bosa deal gets done that's going to free up some space uh because it's going to be determined on the signing bonus on on that he gets uh hopefully it'll be under 40 um mm-hmm. fingers crossed but uh based on that uh his his contract being done and Fred Warner's and um and then McCaffrey McCaffrey definitely needs to get uh his contract done uh, so just those three pieces should uh, free up, you know, somewhere around what uh, uh, fifteen million, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, fifteen to twenty uh, to help out if there's someone there they want to go and get 
um, out there in free agent. And it's oh man, I I just heard that they put the not that we were probably would have got him, but they put the franchise tag on uh, Deron Payne. That sucks, but it is what it is. It was a pipe dream anyway. Yeah, it definitely was a pipe dream because he was going to command way too much damn money that we yeah. definitely didn't have. So uh, Bashar uh, decided to, um, uh, you know, quote, quote, Timberland, um, that joint he had with Kerry Hilson. Uh, he said, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no car to take you on a date. Yeah, see, this is basically what we say in the free agents. I ain't even yep. got no flowers. <laughs> we trying to tell them we're going to make you so late. Yep. Hey, I'm telling you right now, you know what happens? That's when John talk Lynch is and he's like, let me talk to you guys. <laughs> oh, man. We got, we got one of the females with the your family going, oh, baby, it's so good. <laughs> Right, yeah, that joint, that joint, man. Um, I mean that that was a hey, that was a good one, and I mean you know Carrie Hilson. I mean, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, but uh, um, Brandon, what do you think, man? Who, who do you do you agree with Beto on uh, those few people that he named, or is there someone else that you have in mind as far as uh, basically kicking the can down the road because that's all we're doing with restructures. Um, yeah, um, I agree with Beto. Um, I think you better, I think George, <laughs> this freaking guy. um, I think George, <laughs> he's in the dog town. Look, look, he said, look, he said, hey, remember. <laughs> they get back at something else, ain't it? It is it's nasty. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I think George Kill is gonna get hit. I think they might restructure his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Debo's not getting touched. A lot of people were talking no. about Debo. He's not getting touched. Um, but another thing you gotta think about too is, um, we definitely have to pay Nick Bosa. So mm-hmm. he's gonna mm-hmm. be getting some big money. So, um, we have to watch out for that as well. So, I feel like also is that we're we're probably not going to do like anything crazy in free agency. We might maybe sign a couple, but don't expect these big names to be coming to the team. Um, yeah, with the money that we have, I I, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Because I think a lot of people get wishful, and they're like, "Oh, we should just sign everybody." It's like, yo. There's a cap. We can't sign everybody. We're not the we Rams. Really, we literally are a team that is the reason for the damn salary cap. Literally. Yeah. Owners were pissed off at Eddie D because he kept spending money like water because he wanted to win. And they were like, nah, we got to figure this out. This bullshit because he keep getting all the premier players. Like, how you think about it in the 90s? What did we like? I think every year we signed like somebody that was like fucking all first team all pro. Like yeah, between Eddie and Carmen policy. It between Eddie and Carmen, yeah, the money was just it was flowing effortlessly. And the number one thing that Eddie would say is, Hey, we it don't matter what we need to do, go get go get the guys to, to put this shit together and get us his fucking ring. I That's mean, what already, we need. They're already millionaires, you know what I'm saying? So especially back then 
with a with cap. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right whoever there, I no want. Cap. Yeah, it's no cap. So whoever I want, oh, I just pay for it. It's like baseball. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The Yankees did it for years. So yes, they did. It is what it's it is. doing it if you really ask me. Absolutely. Ooh, now there is a different name. Miss Debbie brought up juice. I, I thought about I juice mean, too. he ain't getting oh, paid a lot. Oh, that's interesting. He ain't getting paid a lot, but that's that's a name no one has mentioned. But he and is I mean the for a fullback, fullback he though. Yeah, he I was gonna say for a fullback, he getting bread. Mm-hmm. So you could okay. All right, see, that's why you gotta have people like that in the chat. Yes, right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I Mooney never Ward. thought about it. Mooney Ward. Now nah, you want that? Nah, I don't think they're gonna touch Mooney's money. No, no, yeah, it'll be the second year on his contract. I, th- I, I think I think Debo and probably Mooney are the two guys that are off limits to touch because you just gave them this money. Yep. And it's kind of, and then Mooney's only on a three-year deal, so this technically is his second year coming into it. So you, there's not really much to kick down the road. So could you probably, but you know, it's like, do you want another D four situation where the guy possibly leaves and we still have to break him off because we kicked the can down the road? Yeah, we have that dead so, money. But um, Mariah, what do you think? Do you you agree with Bethel and Brian? Uh, Brandon, my bad. Brian, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got on glasses, bro. You know, you look all whatever the- your name Bruh. is. Yeah, right. you know, your name starts with a B. We're just gonna call you Brian for the rest. No, of the show. I. You know how much I hate that name. <laughs> bro, uh, hey, he kind of called your name. Starts with a P. Hold on, everybody. Did Brian hurt you? Do we need to have an intervention? Everybody, wrap your arms out. Give him a hug. <laughs> Everybody give him a hug. Oh, we been the heat All right, I'm Brian, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I'll start mind. with that I also hate the name Brian. Um, okay. That's Thank my dad's you. name, and yeah, I don't like him, so I don't like that name. There you so, go. But, so we'll just go with Beto and Blake. Um, I agree with Blake. them. Blake? <laughs> what? You want to go to war? Because we could go to war. I'm for um, real. You just call, she just called me Blake. <laughs> I would, if I'm picking somebody different, though, I would go with CMC as mm-hmm. my person that's different. Yeah. Um, I think we can lower that down and his you know yearly and spread that shit out some because he's making quite a penny um yes and then i agree with you know fred um and i also agree i i wouldn't do armstead i keep seeing that brought up like that's one of the last people i would do yeah honestly the reason for me just really quick is because he already gave us a team friendly deal like the reason we kept Eric versus Defoe was Defoe was like, give me my money. Eric was like, I'll work with you. So they were like, Oh, you gonna work with us? Like, All right, man, cool. You know, Armstead, hey, you can stay. Defoe, go get your money. Thank back. you, Miss Debbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, look see we had called <laughs> somebody <laughs> else. No, Van the Man called you Bryson. We would call you Bryson Tiller. You got a trap soul over there, man. What's going on? 
yeah, yeah. So who trade? I don't know who would trade for that number one pick, but if they do, it. I mean, to be honest with you, if I'm the Bears, I trade out. Really yeah. quick on a side note. Demora, I'm yep. sorry, Mariah. Did you have yeah, more? Yeah, as many picks. Okay, but I, be honest, I, I would trade out. I you know agree. why? I agree. I would. Short, you know what I would do? I would get as many picks as I could and shore that damn old line up. So Justin Fields has no reason to be running for his damn mm-hmm. life. You yep. need to, like the hard part about moving moving on from one player or person to the next, or or should I say, coach when you go to a new team is. If that quarterback isn't your guy, then you usually don't stick with him. You move off of them. You trade them. You cut them. You do whatever. But look at the Cardinals situation. You can't go nowhere with Kyler. You already paid his ass, so you're stuck. You got to deal with that little dude on a consistent basis. What's up, in the building. John V. What up, homie? John V. Oh, my God. Is that Amari Hardwick? Look, man, I told oh my you, I'm, God. Gonna take, I'm gonna take these compliments. Right? I care less. I will gladly take Omari Hardwick. Okay, that's a handsome brother. I ain't mad at it. You know. Hey, real quick, guys. Real quick. Oh, you don't real call real me Lil Wayne or nothing because that's a <laughs> ugly dude. Hey, real quick, I want to share this real quick uh, about uh, what Nick Bosa said on uh, Richard Sherman's uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, uh, Manuel Mosley. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Um, and then we got Charvarius back there. E Man will be back, so it's only up from here. But no, we're gonna be we're gonna be attacking on D. Um, we got dogs at every level, um, especially this year. Uh, I think Fred and Dre have taken another step, which is kind of scary. Um, and then we got Charvarius back there. E Man will be back, so it's only up from here. Okay. You know, the nice thing I liked about that was the fact that Nick Bosa was actually speaking consistently. Yeah. And he didn't have that pause moment where he does this. <laughs> he he truly uh, felt comfortable. He he felt comfortable because it was uh, another teammate. It was just one of his boys. So yeah. oh, mm-hmm. it was dope. For, for that you, to be his first one, you know, that was real dope. Yeah, I like Did it. you guys watch that whole podcast or no? Yeah. I did. I did not yeah. get a chance to, but I will. No, even though he said Iman will be back, I don't know if he really knows something behind the scenes or he just got into the conversation. I totally and, agree. You know, and, you know, and forgot that he's a free agent yep. and possibly totally just hyping the defense I up think, type of thing. Yep. I think the Niners are going to want him back. No, the, wanting him back is definitely, I think they want him, but will he come back? It depends. I think he, I, I think, think the Texans want him. Other places the Texans are have want money him to too. throw at him too. Mm-hmm. How much money? What are you willing? That's to throw what at? I was heard. Yeah, because yeah, they were talking about he's. You got, okay, so I'm looking up right now. I got Spot Rack up right now, so I'll pull him up and I'll tell you what his market value is. But is it because fifteen? He's yeah. He's he's it's like fifteen. Yep. Yeah, he he's out. He's fetching a good a good amount of money on the market, man. He's looking like a four-year contract, right? Four years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, roughly about a three to four-year deal. It's always going to work that way. Um, give me a sec, y'all. I'm trying to get this shit up. Yeah, know. you might love the Niners, but if that money, also don't forget uh, Gibson too. Yep. I think Gibson will be back. 
I think he wants to play one more year. And if he plays that one year, he's definitely going to deal with the Niners with his friend and his boy, Hufanga. I don't think he'll go anywhere else. Yeah. I think the Niners will draft in this draft. And then I think they'll they'll take care of him, you know, something that he'll be comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying he's fetching around roughly, yeah, roughly around that 15 mil spot. Um, But the thing is, he came off an injury. And plus the situation here is the only reason he would go to the Texans is if he winds up a situation where, uh, you know, where they they do talking about throwing that money at him, man. That, that's the hard part. But, uh, John, since you came in a little bit late, um, I did want to ask you uh, as far as kind of restructures, who do you think they get restructured to create more cash space, obviously? I'm just – I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that because now you're pushing these cats into their 30s, right? I'm not – I'm not – I'm, I'm – uh, at this point, um, maybe – definitely not Trent. Definitely not Trent. Um, maybe Warner. Maybe Fred. Fred be the only one, I think, because George – George will be what, uh, like thirty-one. Right? Yeah. So I'd say Fred. I'd say Fred at this point. Fred and maybe CMC. Mm. Maybe CMC. I just I'm not a fan of moving money around or kicking down no. the can. Look at the Rams. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I'm not a fan of of, of kicking the can. I, I don't like front loading. Back yeah, but the issue is like we need that money because we don't have them. Yeah, well, that's why I think the Niners are so adamant about paying these guys at the top of their position because it gives them this flexibility. They know that they're going to, they're going to, you know, they they have to. They they're like, you know, we'll pay you, we'll pay you at the top of the of the uh, middle linebacker market. We'll pay you at the top of the tight end market. We'll pay you at the top of the left tackle market. We'll pay you at the top of the fullback market because you're the only fullback market. We'll pay you, we'll pay you, and then we'll restructure you and we'll move money around and you'll you know you'll collect social security here. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of moving money around like that. Um, <laughs> but I understand it's part of the game. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> like D Ford. <laughs> yeah, D Ford. Yeah, if you start moving Trent's money around, no, no D Ford over there collected. He collected Social Security from fucking uh from like 15 years ago with the amount of money yeah. his ass getting paid. D Ford is just sitting back with a mimosa, just laughing. But Trent, you want to restructure Trent? That dude will be collecting checks till he's 52. <laughs> 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 hey Aaron. What's going on? I just think up, I man? just think that sometimes up, I think man? that sometimes 49er fans are spoiled, bro. And yep. you know, when the going gets good, it's good. And then when you need to move money around and restructure guys and sign guys, it's like what are we what are we gonna do, man? I mean, we have we have to we have to we look look at Mosley, right? Do we did you guys mm-hmm. talk about Mosley yet? Uh we literally right when you came in. That was okay. one of the dudes we were speaking about. That's what about, you're talking about, the $15 million dollar market? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That dude was worth $15 million before the injury. Now, 
you should be able to get two years out of Mosley, seven and a half million dollars a year, you know, or or give him eight million dollars for one, and you know, let him let him let him prove it that he can let him prove it to you that he can stay healthy for uh for uh, for the bag. Um, Will you would Houston pay him all guaranteed every last penny? I think the Texans or or or. Or I, I do too. I think the Texans will definitely pay him. Or give him, give him uh, five million dollars guaranteed, and, and and incentivize the rest. Give him ten million dollars. You know, let him let him let him stay healthy for. You know, I don't know. Let's say what's 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 reasonable. Fifteen weeks, fourteen weeks, twelve weeks. Make sure you can play twelve weeks without without injury incentivize a few million dollars, $3 million, give them, make it, make it worth 12 guarantee. I don't know. Well, like that, that's the problem. Like we, we, we need to, we need to, we need to sign Bosa. Bosa is going to take that sweetheart deal, but make no mistake. Bosa is not going to cut you much slack. We talked about that before. We talked about that last week. No, Beto, we said, we said it would be, what did we say? 30? Uh, what did we say? Around 31, 32. Uh, yeah, 31, Around 31, 32. 32. Mosley, I want Mosley to come back. I want him here for at least yeah. one more year. If he wants to be a Niner, then let's incentivize a two-year deal and make him earn it. Right? You want $11 yeah. million? We'll put you we'll we'll put you on the books for six and a half, seven with three and a half million dollars in incentives. Yeah, I like that. Uh, if there's a if there's a if we win the NFC championship, the playoff push, there can be bonuses and you can you can move some money around. They're 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 pretty good at that. I, I don't know. That's that's just me. Yeah, I would like to see Emmanuel mostly under uh Wilkes uh you know leadership, especially since one of his expertise is a secondary. Um, and you're right, uh, John. Um, I think uh, Emmanuel Mosley was worth the 15 prior to getting hurt, but that injury has to now his injury compared to Jason Verrett is completely different. Um, you know, Emmanuel Mosley doesn't get hurt as much or as easily as Verrett. So I can see somebody just paying him, especially like someone like D'Amico Ryan's that is very familiar with him. That's the only concern that I have. Him going to a different team that doesn't really know Emmanuel, I don't know if they'll give take that risk on paying him. But knowing that the Texans have that money to give and D'Amico knowing him personally, that's the only thing that I'm afraid of, that he can make an offer that he can't refuse. No, our staff, our, our staff, every, yeah, our staff every year gets poached, and so do our players, especially yep. when any of our coaches go on to be head coaches. Because it looked like the Miami 49ers last year. Yep. Yeah. You went and grabbed anybody you could yep. think of. They even got River Craycraft for, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, it's going to continually be that way. People are going to be poached. People are going to be there. I fully expect Jimmy Ward to be in Houston getting broke off. Um, Aziz. And Aziz. Yep. Aziz. I expect him to be there, Mike. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, they have the money. They've got the draft capital. They have everything that they need for D'Amico to have, succeed. They don't have. They don't have this team complete. 
No. If you're playing for the bag, if you're playing for the money, then look, look there's one thing that's guaranteed in this league, right? The money. If you're playing mm -hmm. for the money, which you should play for the money, get your money. Um, Mosley, arguably uh, DB1, depending on who you ask. Before right. the injury, depending on who you ask, he was playing better than Charvarius Ward. Absolutely. Okay? So he he warranted that $15, 16000000 million market. Yep. But you blew out your knee, and that costs you ten million dollars right off the top. Yeah. If if it's a if it's a poverty team like Houston that needs to build a roster and they're willing to spend the money, and you reaggravate that knee, and you're useless to them in week five or six, then you know teams are going to be reluctant to sign you even if they've got the money. Because they want the player, the money's there. I mean, they want the player. They need you on the field. If you blow, if mm -hmm. you're me, if you if you have setbacks, what, what good are you to these teams that are willing to give you the bag? Yeah, but true. But then now also, but then yeah, also, go you got to. I was about to say also with you, you know, with that, John, you got to also think about what what Diamador Lenore has done on his offseason to counter suit what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Hey, you better hope that you are in shape and prepared because he's coming in ready. Like he's coming off of a, a, a NFC championship game where he, whoever was on his side, he pretty much locked him up. So yeah, he, he, he didn't give awesome. up a touchdown. Oh, awesome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All That's he good. did was get That's better. Great point. So, yep. you know what I mean? And he's healthy. You know what I mean? So, hey, money is good. But then it also you have to play the role of if you truly want to play. That's the part that you got to be honest with yourself on because Diamador ain't just going to give it to you. <laughs> you just got to be honest with that part. Now, with, the, with that said, Rob, though, that, that, by that statement you just made, then Lenore's not going to give it to him. It just validates more that he could be going to the Texans because at least yeah. there – not only oh, yeah. would he get the bag, but they guarantee he will be a starter. Yep. Oh, yeah. He yep. ain't got no – there's nobody over there that's going to give him no fits and no problems. And plus, this is the first injury, if I'm not mistaken, that he's had that's major. You know what I'm saying? People get nicks, nicks bumps, scrapes, bruises. I think Julian Edelman, you know, helped people understand the best by just helping people know, like, hey, you played a whole season hurt. You but truthfully you but he would be a number two even in Houston because they got that rookie, or well, now he'll be a, a second uh, year, second the year. guy from LSU, the kid from LSU, the cornerback. He was but he'll be a starter, though. Uh, That's know, my CB2. point. Yeah, so he would be number two. Yeah, he still wouldn't be a, the uh, CB1 over there in Houston. But, I mean, he just he has, he has a better shot at it. Yeah, he'd be you the know. vet. He'd be the he's a vet, and then at the same time, I think what happens is D'Amico, even if that guy is CB one, he could bump him down to CB two and be like, "Look, this dude has the experience. He understands my system, and the reason I'm putting him above you is because I'm implementing this, and I need you to work with him so that he can tell bad you what your is no, it's not. Business. Nope. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me give you a reason why it's not the bad. Injury business. is a factor in the formula when they rat when they when they draw up the contract. The but injury whatever. is still going to affect the money. It doesn't matter what team it is. If they're doing good yep. business, they're going to factor the injury. Yeah. It's just. 
I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about his money. I'm not talking about his money at all. I'm stating his position on the team. They're going to pay him whatever they're going to pay him. Yes, injury will be factored in. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is they will as far as to Rod's point, he could still be CB1 because of his knowledge of D'Amico's system. And if yeah. you are a smart player, you want to be on your P's and Q's. You want to dot your I's and cross your T's. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pick his brain as much as I can, and I might be able to even steal my CB1 spot back by garnering enough knowledge from him and bringing that into my play and learning how to use it properly. So now this I get up. what you're saying as far as the numbers. I don't, I don't disagree. I'm just I saying. I mean, getting out of Cali is probably – getting out of Cali and going to Texas. Oh, yeah, Texas. That's yeah, obviously I – mean, that's, 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 that's a no-brainer. It's, it's that's a no-brainer. That's a smart business move. The money. Absolutely. Tax, yeah. Tax-free state. Hey. You know, <laughs> being down there in Texas, number one. Number two, you also got to think about this, though. Again, I said it last week, that mm. turf. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If he goes down there to Houston, that, that turf. ACL. Exactly, coming in with that ACL. Well, if he means that much it. to you, Rod, if you're if if you are if you're if you're the Houston Texans, and you want him bad enough, yo, you gotta show him be, the bad. You know what? I yeah. want, I want, I want, I want real grass if I come here, and I want. I mean, if you're the Migos should have laid that around, down. D'Amico yeah, should have made those freaking changes. And, and you know what though? And maybe maybe he did. Maybe maybe he did, or maybe he will. Um, I'm sure that that's a conversation that they would definitely have. They'll listen to it. Um, um, but at the end of the day, if you're Mosley and you're looking around that secondary, these aren't your boys. Like this is not your squad. These aren't the guys that you rode that you rode here with. Like I don't know, man. I guess I guess if 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 it's what's best for you and your family or anybody that's depending on you financially. If it's if that's your priority, and it should be your priority, I mean, don't take me wrong. If that's the pri- that should be the priority for the individual, right? The money mm-hmm. first, you know, mm-hmm. the money first. Yeah. But if yeah. you're playing devil's advocate, you're looking at this and you're like, look, do you really feel at home? Like you 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 got D'Amico here, but is the grass always greener? Right. You it truthfully I mean? cannot be, but here's the. The, the the flip side to that simple is very simple. NFL stand for not for long. <laughs> and what has E Man been what has E Man been on since he's been in the league and been here with us? Those small deals. You know what I'm saying? He got his two point he got his two year deal, and this was the last year of that two year deal. Well, I mean he and gets the thing banged is, up, he, that dude is that no, dude not, gets but he doesn't up. but he doesn't get banged up like that. Okay, we're not talking Jason Barrett. Didn't he? Didn't he have a head injury that knocked him out for half the season? A concussion? I am, I, am I mixing? Am I mixing people? Up? I think you're mixing somebody up. I don't think E-Man ever had a concussion that knocked him out for half a season. At least not to my knowledge. If I'm wrong, if somebody in the chat knows, by all means, you can correct me. I'm, I'm, I'm not somebody above that. Somebody had a concussion, but I don't think with E-Man, he. I don't recall him being an injury-prone type of player. And see, the the the, the thing is, is when you get like that first injury, it's like, all right, cool. You got the injury. Are you clear? Are you good? Can you can you do the things we need you to do? Fine. We'll go ahead and do something. But the issue is, 
you know, the only reason that somebody like Jason Verrett kept getting continual chances is because they know what he is on the field when he's healthy. When healthy Jason Verrett is the top three cornerback, then no one can tell me different. The issue is he ain't never fucking healthy. So real, real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead so his games played 2018, he only played one game. 2019, he played 16. 2020, he only played 12. 2021, he played 11. And 2022, he played five. So he's only played one whole season. So he's mm-hmm. okay. So he has missed games. We are so, the most injury prone team. Yes, we are. in the league yeah. since Kyle and John have hey. got here. So here's my next question for you guys. What do the Niners do with Jason Verrett? You let him walk. Yeah, why are we even talking about uh, him? Yeah. Yeah. With Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, If he can walk or ACL or Achilles, shit, I feel bad for him taking steps. Like this, I'll I'll say this. I like Jason Verrett. I wanted him coming out of TCU. Oh, I was praying. We drafted him. But you know how I keep getting screwed with DBs and the 49ers? You know what they keep doing? They keep letting the goddamn Chargers pick the DBs I want. I wanted Jason Barrett. Where did he go? San Diego at the time. They were not L.A. I wanted Sante Samuel Jr. Where did he go? L.A. at the time. So it's like they they refuse to invest in a cornerback out of college. It's just not the way of the Niners. They just won't do it. I mean, hell, before we had we signed Mooney, um, I think having Jason Verrett was a big cornerback signing. What, years and years and years ago, I think in the early 2000s, we signed Nate fucking Clements, and that was like our biggest DB signing. He, he didn't even do shit. So it's like we won't invest, but we want output. It's like you know you got to give up some bread to be able to do things. I'm just saying, you got to pay folk. It's just – it's bad, and yeah, look at that right there, man. From the Harbaugh era to now, we've led the league in ACL tears. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, I thought, by switching GMs, that we would go away from getting these injury-prone players. Oh no, 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 Mr. Lynch. Oh, I got a big heart. I, I got you know, I, I know he's injured, but we can rehab him and we'll bring him in next year. Uh, I'm sorry, John. Need players on the field this far right now. We don't need you. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now. If Kalia Davis ass ain't on the field and he doesn't turn into a fucking star, it's gonna do nothing but piss me off. Because I get so tired of watching us get players that are injury prone. And this is John and Kyle, and I'm blaming both of them because they're the ones making the decisions. You can't blame me. I just come with the opinion. But it's stupid to me that we keep going after these guys and say, oh, you know, we'll redshirt this guy. Bro, we need people to be on the field producing. Teams, I mean, players would honestly dislike me if I was a GM because I would look at your history. If you two injury prone, I'm not paying you. If I looked at D Ford before we signed him, oh, he wouldn't have got that kind of money. Mm -mm. You want to come here? You do? Okay, so let's sit down and talk about this. Your health depends on your money. You know why? Because I'm not paying you to sit on the bench. I'm not paying you to sit at home and rehab. I'm paying you to get out here and help me win. 
games because at the end of the day, every team's end goal is a Super Bowl, period. You can't tell me different from the worst team in the league to the best team in the league. You think the Texas organization starts every year going, I hope we go 5-12. and 12. No, they don't. They start, the, they start the year going, we need to win the division. Get in the playoffs. Once we get in the playoffs, we need to win the Super Bowl. Every team starts the year that way. Every team. Now, behind closed doors, may there be more real circumstances that are talked about? Hell yeah. Because some teams know they ain't winning shit. Texans, I'm sorry, they ain't winning no Super Bowl this year. Not going to happen. The Bears ain't winning the Super Bowl this year. Not going to happen. The Browns ain't winning the Super Bowl this year. There, it's, it's a simple situation. You have to understand that you are rebuilding and you are putting money into your franchise. Spend your money correctly and spend it on people who are going to help you win. And to John's point earlier about basically, you know, people eating up a lot of the money, there's two ways you can go about this. You can go to Steven Jackson route or you can go to Tom Brady route. Tom Brady, tell me this. Tom Brady is not the most underpaid quarterback that ever played football. He is. But you know what he did? He got seven rings out of being underpaid. And he garnered his deals elsewhere. Why do you think he married Giselle for all them years? She taught him how to get money outside of football. I just went to the Scottsdale Mall. Tom Brady, big, big ass head is on a big ass fucking post. And you know why feet away from that is Joe. She's still out there doing shit. So it's not making a difference. You figure your way to get money elsewhere because when you eat up too much of the cash base, you don't leave money for anyone else. That's it. This dude. Oh, there's, there's no clock on me, Steve Osaprimo. When I go yeah. on that, goddamn right. Oh. You see this right here? Steve, shut shut up. See this? this is me every fucking day. All right. I am the Grinch. God damn it. <laughs> but that's just basically it, man. You got it. You have to be smart about it. I want to ask you a question. So I'm listening to another uh, – I was listening to another podcast. They were talking about us being the most injured team uh, – they, they gave us our team grades, the grades that the NFLPA does. And guess where we ranked with our, our staff and our training room? We got a fucking C. So what does that tell you? We ain't up to snuff. We ain't up to date with the recovery things. Why do you think all these people keep getting injured? We ain't got enough stuff in that. You, Jed, you got that kind of money. You can't put nothing in training facility. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to know what I think about that. Because to me, when you're cheap on your training facility, it makes you cheap on other things. So what do y'all think? Yeah. Yeah, but do are we cheap on the equipment or are they are they grading the training staff? As no, they're grading the they graded the equipment and and I think a little bit of the staff. But Mariah, go ahead, make your point. The staff separate. It was the room that got the yeah, seat. It was the size, and it was for the size of the tubs and not enough mm-hmm. um, tables. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you built this four million dollar or four billion dollar ass crack stadium you didn't you didn't give yourself enough room in there to put some damn masseuse tables yeah you would yeah you kidding me is 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 space a problem here that thing looks like thing looks like a like a museum it doesn't even look like a stadium look at look at vegas 
Look at look at look at uh, SoFi. Those things look like crazy stadiums. They look great. Ours looks like preacher. I don't brother. know. It looks like an outlet mall. You know what I mean? Like what the hell? Vegas, I just, I don't nice. know. Is that you know, a product now, of now the Silicon Valley, though? Maybe, maybe so. they had to approve of the yeah. design. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't you can't make it look like a like a goddamn space shuttle because they're not going <laughs> to like that over there. So yeah. you're going to have to make it look, you know, you something know, like, uh, you know, a retail. Like a, yeah. You would think they would make a roof stadium as well, where you open and not in it. California though. It's not too hot. Never gets too hot. I mean, if you're yeah. in Ohio, you would do that. But if you're in California, you don't want to do that. <laughs> The Browns play next to John, John, my you first, know what I mean? My first freaking time at that stadium, I was fucking dying in heat at WrestleMania. Like half well, of it's your first fun. mistake. You went to WrestleMania. Hey, <laughs> it's a once in a lifetime, dude. It's a once in a lifetime. Get a visor. Get a visor. Yeah, bro. It get doesn't get too hot to, oh, to you know, yeah. You're not playing in Arizona. I don't know, man. That's a that's a damn shame. Mm. I I you're talking about the the training the recovery room or the train the training staff where they need to work on the players. That is too small of a space. Too small of a space. And they need more tables. Yeah. It says the tubs. Um, it says the responses for the team were positive in all but one section, the training room, a crucial area for players to rehab and recover. The tubs and rehab pool are viewed as small, and there are lack of tables and space in the training room itself. Yep. Wow. D Ford broke everything. Probably ruined shit. <laughs> yeah, on his way out, he was like, "Man, fuck this." You know what? Let me let me let me take a couple of these tables. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm already yeah. taking. I'm already taking these free checks that y'all giving me. So I might yeah. take a couple of tables. Somebody takes towels from a hotel. I'll take the tables from the facility. <laughs> right. He took. Look, he took tables. That motherfucker. He probably took a trainer too. Hey, you good with a back? Yeah. I, yeah. Come on. Let's go. You know hey, the tubs. The tubs you are almost small. Get yours right, but you're too ugly. Grant Cole said Ken Law was the king of the training room. Uh, but the tubs are small. They ain't fitting that big motherfucker in there. What are you doing with the measurement of the tubs? What happened? Yeah, that's... I, mean, what are you I, doing? I don't know. Like, I think I think what happens is, and this is just me being honest, people get frugal, man. Motherfuckers cut corners wherever they want to cut corners because you can save yourself the money. But at the end of the day, the reason that you see certain teams um, continually succeeding is because they put the money into the franchise to make sure that they have what they need. And that's the difference. So if you have a training facility that's not that good and you don't have the proper things for these guys to recover properly, then yes, you can expect injuries to linger and or yeah. not be handled properly. I mean, I'm trying, gotta to listen to on, bro, I'm trying to look at this like this. What if they're good tubs? They're just not big enough. Who's complaining? The biggest guy? Like Alfredo Gutierrez, what's he got to bitch about? That motherfucker's recovering one leg at a time in them tubs. Well, yeah. no, but what I'm saying is you gotta you gotta go. Armstead was in there half of the season. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go to the owner and tell him, hey, look, man, get this shit together because this is not gonna work. Your tub All put right. like this. Think okay, think about it like this. And this just this is just me, you know, spitballing here. If I have players, my tub, my tub itself. 
should be no smaller than eight feet. You know why? Because then somebody that can get there's no ain't gonna be no players eight feet fucking tall as it is. Yeah. But if you kind of want to, you know, slouch down a little further and whatnot, you've got a little extra space. So you think about it like that. Like somebody, like you think about it, if you look at it now, a lot of the players don't work out crazy heavy anymore because you're not doing enough, that doing enough to warrant that. Y'all yeah, know Larry Allen pressed 600 fucking pounds? That's insane. Who bench presses 600 goddamn pounds? That's just you. I'm thinking the bar's gonna snap in the first place because this is too much damn weight. But it, it's a situation where people do things differently, and you can find different ways, man. There's technology out there that's that shouldn't cost you that much that people are willing to be able to give you as a loner just to, to see how it works. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got to be able to make sure that, you know, these guys are getting the proper rehab so they can last and be out there on the field to earn that paycheck. And Seven if Jed Gork is that eight foot tub, I mean, Dion, I'm all I'm about just, better, all I'm better saying, tubs, get more tables. I'm just but saying, let's get, be honest. I'm make, kinda, make, I'm make sure. We're kind of or, dra- or draft everybody the size of Brock Purdy. <laughs> You don't have to worry about the tubs. <laughs> I mean, oh, the tubs so Silverado right? Kevin here. Oh, damn it. What's up, oh, Silverado? Hey, we got to get Kevin here one time. We do. Nah, man. Ke- Kev, so Kevin's a big baller, man. He, he, you know, he didn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put him out there. You know, Kev, Kev stepped up in the real world. Well, he doesn't have time for little folks like us. Yeah, we're too. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have time for you, light skin. What's we're up, Kev? The- oh. Good to see you, family. <laughs> right. Did, wait, did Brandon just call me light skin? No. Really? I He tried to call me like Brent. You can't do that, sir. You can't do that. And it's not because you. And it's not because you're not black. It's because you way too lighter than me. We call it Hey, but I am part more, okay? Just because you have black in you, Brandon, doesn't mean you're black. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Hey, everybody out there watching, I didn't mean to start any of that. I just literally... (laughs) (laughs) I like, look, I like Rod and Mariah over there, no comment. He's like, no comment. Y'all not bringing me into this, no comment. (laughs) Right here, look at Kev said it best. <laughs> oh, hey, look, man, you look, look, you know what I'm saying? It's I, I don't mind it. It's 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 always all love. <laughs> Terradome, nowhere to go but bright skinned. <laughs> mean shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, uh, great. They're, they're bringing it, man. Hey, um, let's let's kind of talk about the the. Scouting combine. I know today was the first day, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. I gotta actually go and watch it. I didn't get a chance to to yeah, watch. I haven't those. watched any of. Yeah, it. yeah, I, I haven't watched anything. Any why, but I saw Brad's been posting, um, like the people that the Niners have talked to so far. Uh, I know now Smith ran a four four. That was pretty good for big ass D lineman. Well, you had a D lineman run a four four. Yep, he yeah. ran faster. Yeah, he was faster than Debo. Season. Yeah, he ran I faster than I... Debo, faster than Diggs. 
Hey, what did what did uh what did that dude um oh god what was his name guys I think did Philly draft him? Who? Mm, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Dude ran like a he ran under five and he was mm-hmm. like you know pushing three hundred pounds, dude. He, He's basically too to be running that fast. Yeah. I, listen, yeah. it's not unusual. I'm not surprised that these guys are pushing three running. Four fours, four fives, four sevens, four eights. I'm not surprised. These these guys are getting more and more athletic, and they're not getting any smaller. It's crazy. To me. It's right. just it's just crazy. They're just getting more and more athletic. Uh, yeah. Hey, look. I don't care what nobody says. I felt like when they was they they got athletic when JPP hit like 80 backflips at the combine. That was just insanity to me. Somebody that damn big to have that kind of athleticism is just crazy like it's just but all, that, but all that having that size and everything don't mean shit if you don't know how to use it Isaiah, yeah, it's very Isaiah true Simmons, man you can't go in the league and get broke off isaiah simmons ran a, a four three nine right now yep. remember the first play two years ago he most caught a little a little uh out route out of the uh backfield turned it and was gone yeah that was a one-on-one so that four three meant nothing. So we 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 take advantage of stuff like that. I mean, it's good. It sounds good, but if you don't know how to utilize your speed and what you have, it means absolutely nothing. I like what I, Dan Campbell said from the Lions. Like, he says, "I don't care about how fast they run and how they look in tights. I want to see the tape." Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I'll what tell you right do? now. Forty needs to be run full padded. Fully padded. Right. You need to have every pad on that you normally would wear, and you need to take. You could take if you want to get down in that stance. You can, but chances are that's the worst thing you could do because that helmet's going to weigh too much, and you're going to probably fall forward a billion times. How these motherfuckers how many stand reps going to? How many times are you going to run that? Two. Two. You know what I'm saying. I would that run it. You run it twice like they normally do. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying throughout a game, you're oh, not going to keep you, up John. four three speed. No, consecutively. For, for for four quarters of football, you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna get your you're gonna get your your big plays, yep. or you're not. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. Mm-hmm. Put the pads on, run twice. But these guys, these guys are just yeah. they're just they're just watching these guys do it to just understand the level of athleticism that these guys that are. they actually possess. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, there's I mean, like. You can't really do anything with a with, with a dude that runs a like you know like a, a, a Chris Johnson. You're not doing anything yeah. with him. What the hell is what, what the hell is a D lineman going to run forty? When's he going to he's going to chase somebody down? No, you know what I mean. I like knowing that on a team like us where we can never contain mobile quarterbacks. I would like to have a D. I'd like to have an edge rusher that could chase you down. You know, a little bit, but I'm not expecting a forty yard dash out of. Drake Jackson. But then you got to think about that's why I look at the 40 yard dash anyway, is arguably one of the most pointless events or whatever that they do. Yeah, drills, because it's like, how often do you see anything that's 40 yards in a game? Yeah, it's very rare. Very Very rare. rare. And then you have to think about it. You're you're never running a straight line. Exactly. Because if you're if you're able to actually get to a point where you can run a straight line, you're you're very it, it's it's chances are slim to none. 
Exactly. And if you get that, then yes, you can showcase speed. But the thing is, is we we can tell the 40 to fuck off. You know why? Because there's this little thing in your shoulder pad. It's a chip and it's run by AWS. And you yep. know what that does? That tracks your speed in real motherfucking time. Yep. And you know what it also says? That Tyreek Hill is still not the fastest man in the damn league. Tyreek Hill is number two. Actually, my he number three. You know why? Because they've been tracking this for years. And there are two people that have magicked in Tyreek Hill. Fully padded, by the way. Their names are Raheem Mostert. Hmm. Who did he play for uh, previously? The 49ers. And the other guy. Hmm. Another Matt Niner. Br- hmm. Matt Rita, yep. Yeah, D, but you justified that years ago. I paid attention when you said those boys were taught how to run. They were taught posture. They were taught how to run. Yes. You said that Tyreek Hill could be a threat to he both. Could. If he, he could. Taught, he, he if could he be. taught how to run. Yeah, he could be disgusting, but he, he Tyreek is one of those people, you know, and this is just for anybody that understands the track world. Tyreek has just freakish, natural, God-given speed. Some people are just fast. It don't matter how they run. It don't matter where they just, they just, they blazers. They got it. Some people, it's like when you tune something, got it. But the issue with the guys who have the God-given natural ability is they head too big. They don't think they need to change nothing. They're doing everything perfectly. So that's why they continue to wind up that millisecond or second slower than the other person because they're not willing to change that. So for me, either way, I always like to take a dig at Tyreek Hill. I hope one day he actually comes back at me and says something, you know. Um, but it, it's just simple, you know. The, the the forty is one of the most underrated things ever. What do we got? Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, so 49ers met with Jay Ward, a DB from LSU. Another DB, Makai Blackman from USC. Uh, well, of course. Uh, <laughs> Southern Carolina DB, Darius Rush. Uh, uh, we got a safety here, Brown. Got another cornerback, Riley Ma. Okay, so that – you know what this tells me with them meeting with all these DBs? They're probably going to let E-Man walk. You think so? Honestly, with them talking to that many defensive backs – and that many people, I honestly feel like they may let E-Man walk because he's coming off an injury. They're looking at guys that they may want to draft. And think about it. We don't have a, a pick in the first or the second round. Where do we usually start drafting our DBs? Third and further out. On top so, of that, it just gives us more because we got to be honest with ourselves. We only have maybe, maybe this year with – um uh. Number 31, uh, free safety. Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, we only have Gibson maybe this year, you know. Then after that, he, he'll he be gone. So you got to get a replacement for him. And then Jimmy Ward, we still don't even know, you know, he's the – we don't know if, you know, he's, he's outpriced, you know what I'm saying, as far as the free market, you know, agency and everything. So that's two – at least two people that we have to really pay attention to not – Hypothetically, just being prepared, not being here this year, just being and on Tarverius the Tarverius Moore, right? 
They're bouncing on. Oh, him. he's gone. Well, we don't have. We literally don't have a free safety. Yeah, he's no. gone. More gets. And uh, Ward are all free agents. Yep. So I, I'm going to start how they feel about late. Ambry Thomas, right? Ambry Thomas has been non-existent. They Womack, may, we still don't know what they feel they got at Womack. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you real quick, Mariah, what you think it is, because I want your opinion. I'm thinking, when it comes to Ambry Thomas, they're only keeping him because they feel like Wilkes might be able to pull something out of him, because he is good with DB. From his track record, okay. What What do you think, Mariah? What do you do? Do you think they holding on to Amber? Or what do you think of our cornerback room altogether, just in that situation? I don't know if that's why they're holding on to him, but I do think that if, please don't put me on that screen. <laughs> put her on the spot, Beto. Yeah, that's doing, the Brandon? worst freaking thing that there is. Um, I hate it too, Mariah. Don't worry. <laughs> I do think that if he doesn't, if we don't see something from him this season, you know, that this is his last season with us. Um, I don't think you'd cut your losses already unless you do draft somebody or you think that room's strong enough because, I mean, he's still cheap right now. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, if anybody can turn him around, hopefully it's Wilkes. I do think. Um, going back to E-Man real quick, I do, I was, as soon as E-Man got hurt, I was, let's sign him, you know, bring him back regardless. But I do think with how D'Amador Lenore played and with the Texans having that much money, I think it makes it less likely that he comes back. Um, I think if D'Amador would have filled in and was shit, then they probably tried to bring back E-Man, but with as well as he played. And then you have John Lynch talking him up too in this presser. Um, I think that they probably feel comfortable going forward with Trevarius and Diamador back there. Totally it's agree. A damn shame. I, 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 that that scares me because I feel like you're right, Mariah. It scares me. I, I, I just, I just, I. But I John, guess, we got to be real. I, I, I mean, no, I'm I, with you. No, no, <laughs> I got to be real. I totally understand. Yeah. Cause it's like the only thing that happened is uh Diamondor Lenore, he took advantage of his opportunity. Yeah, that's all he did. He really did. He really did. You know did. what I'm saying? And and what yep. do we always expect the next person to do? The next man is supposed to step up. Yep. Take advantage of those opportunities when they present itself. Exactly. Yep. You know, the only reason why at the time, yes, Mosley was playing at a pro type level at the beginning hell up until the point he got injured diamondo to lenore got in there and you know he got his feet wet a little bit at the beginning and towards you know he had his bumps in a row but in the playoffs he got it for the most part he got it together he got an interception in almost every every game except for the uh, nfc championship like he played he he played like he has he has a right to to at least in competition for that spot. It's not going to be easy the way that he played if he continues that. Again, we got to remember too, Ambry did this, what, last year to us. He gave us that fool's gold at the end of the year, made us, or at least he made me feel like I was a believer in him, and then he wet the bed this year. We ain't seen him, like, you know, Tara Dome said, he's on a milk carton right now. So we don't know what the hell he is right now. So, 
it's no telling. I was thinking about trading him, but I think Ambry you know. was a uh, was a uh, was good in man to man coverage. I think it was zone coverage that he struggled with. Yeah, because he's not yeah, a zone. I, he's not a zone DB. He yeah, comes. He's, no he's zone not DB. a zone hey, DB. man at Michigan. Right. So trying to, and sometimes the trans. What people don't understand the transition from one to the other can be hard because if you're a we'll zone talk guy, about like Sherm, Sherm, the reason that Richard Sherman lasted as long as he did in the league was because of this. He was smart. His mental made him a better defensive back. You know what I'm saying? The reason Dion lasted in the league was he had the smarts and he had the God-given talent. Absolutely. It's rare for you to get both in a player, so you have to play to their strengths. So, yeah, it, it, it's always going to be hard like that. Yeah. We went into every game thinking that Diamond Lenore – he was like the weakling, man. We, we just hope that he's going, you know, we hope that. And then it got into the playoff time, time and it ended up flipping into a Mooney War, where we're like, I hope he doesn't give up a big game this year, you know, or this week and stuff like that. Like, he made us flip our own thoughts. So, you know, you got to, you got to, the Amador Lenore is making us put some on his name. You can't just yeah. sit up there and just, you know. Act like he he's not shit, or he didn't he didn't do anything to definitely improve. No, that's a fact. He yep. kicked it. He he killed it, bro. I, I mean, he beat out Leon O'Neal when 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 I remember I I remember um, D'Amico coming to the podium and just talking up. It was early, early. He was they were they were asking about the Amador Lenore. They're asking about Leon O'Neal. They're asking about. Uh, Ambry Thomas, and he mentioned he's like these guys are these guys are competing. Um, there wasn't a whole lot out yet, you know what I mean? Like, like Lenore turned it on, dude, when his opportunity came. Like, the dude just came out of the gates, dream come true, right? I mean, it, it, it was it, he 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 competed with the best of them. He had he had a, he had a stellar season, bro. And I I'm I'm all for it. I I just. I think that we need to draft a, a, a DB that's at least six one, six two, someone tall, so, someone that can go up there and get and get those one v ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know I know that the, they want these guys at what like five eleven, six foot. Is that ideal for a DB? Typically, yeah, because you don't find DBs that are over six feet tall. It's extremely rare that you have one. I agree with Tara Dome and what he's saying there, you know, to try at least go after C.J. Gardner. Uh, Johnson from Philly, agree with that. On top of that, he will play another position as well. Like, he, he has no problem going into the slot just in case. Like, he's all over the field in the secondary. So, I, I would definitely. What's he cost us? We don't know. He's a free agent, so we don't know. We have no idea. So he's a free agent. Who knows? We just have to see what he's really about. If he's hey, you trying to really win a ring, or or what? Or are you just honestly gonna stay there and feel? He's not winning. True. Yeah. Yeah. We got anything else from anybody? Yeah, do you have, <laughs> yeah, you have anything else? 
How y'all feel about the Trey Lance situation going on? How you like the team and how they're treating him? I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate yeah, it so much. There's I just so don't, much that pisses me off. It's kind of pissed. It's pissing me off too. Like I don't. I don't like this Cabo. This Cabo card. Y'all. Y'all be part of this Cabo card. You know what I mean? You got your Cabo card. You're. You know. I. I really think that people are reading a little too much into the Cabo situation, because I really don't think that that trip tells you a story. I don't think that's, that that you're pushing Trey out of the click. I, I don't know. I know there is a click there, but I just I kind of just think that like out of 53 men, bro, you're not going to get everybody everybody wearing a party hat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like these guys these guys are going to go out and they got to live their lives. I just think that was like I just feel like that was like one of the top vets type trips. I don't really think you know. Captain I mean, I don't even know. Guys. Yeah, I don't maybe. really know trip just, off of it. I didn't either. I really didn't either, but I, I don't like, I don't, I don't like the influence that the locker room has. I don't like that. They're that I just, I don't like the influence in the locker room, whether it's from George juice McGlinchey. I don't know if Trent's a part of that group. I don't know who who's leading the influence in that locker room where mm-hmm. they're where that shit that burns me, man. Cause I'm, I'm not good with that. Like Debo I, has a I lot just to do I with feel it. like Debo. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, and and Debo, you know, you can get your ass traded, bro. So you better chill, because Ayuk's uh, gonna get paid. So I don't know. I feel like this is deep. Debo chill. needs to come into this year acting like he was going into contract season like this year it was to me it just felt like he was all about flashiness this is what i got for getting paid that's that's good i'm i'm happy that you got to secure your family and everything like that but you 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 didn't play granted i understand you had some injuries we get that but ultimately you didn't show me too much of anything this year it was just it was like a, a empty calorie type season just it, it was pointless in a way again yeah because now you got injury. cmc now you're now yeah. you're expendable and i don't even think they realized what they had in cmc until they got cmc yep. exactly right and that made exactly. debo so diluted in in retrospect like dude just cmc was incredible yeah. which when you're looking back at what you spent the deal that you made you're like Mm, damn. And right. on top of that, too, is Ayuk was getting more touches than Debo as well this year. Oh, yeah. Well, he missed he missed some time, missed right? This, Debo? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Debo missed no, time. I know that, but like, even when he was in there, you saw the ball going to Ayuk more than Debo, I feel like. Absolutely. It's very difficult to spread the ball with as many weapons as you have, right? I mean, you, yeah, you really have to find a balance. So that was probably one of the biggest – that's probably one of the biggest challenges for an offensive coordinator is how am I going to sh- distribute this ball amongst all these playmakers? Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna get less, right? Debo, you got the bag, so. But you know what? With know. Debo this year, and maybe it was me, I feel like on eighty percent of the plays that were pass plays that weren't going to Debo. Debo was not giving his all on plays like that, especially his route running. 
you can tell when he was not getting the ball at all. Like it was just there was no type of act like you could be the third. Granted, I know Jimmy might have been majority of the season at the time when he was in there and he was healthy before Brock, you know, ended up taking it over at that. And we know Jimmy is just a one look, one read person. But it's just like, damn, dude, even once Brock got there, he was just like, I know I'm not getting the ball. And I just know I watched plenty of plays this, this past season where it was like, come on, Debo, you can't make it this obvious that you're not getting the ball. Come on, man. You're getting paid way too much for this type. But once again, you know. Uh, Rod, I didn't even notice it as much now. uh, Thinking back, Merle, that's a great point. Did anybody else else see that? He wasn't playing to to the level that he normally plays. Um, And, I mean, when you – the sad part for Debo is the time that he missed is why his numbers look, look bad the way they do. When you ain't on the field, you can't put up numbers like that. I think the only player we had that lucked out with missing a ton of game, missing a, a, a nice nice enough amount of the season for it to really hurt, but still almost got a thousand yards was Elijah Mitchell. Like that was just amazing that that man missed the time that he did and still still almost had one K in yardage. So mm-hmm. it, it just all depends on the effort and the output, you know. And I mean to go back, um, I remember when uh, Darrell Revis was doing an interview and they were asking him about his techniques as a cornerback and he had retired by then. And he basically, they said, you know, who's one of the guys that, you know, you went up against that you felt like you knew very well. And he said, Ocho Cinco. And they said, well, what, what, what about him? You know, did you know? And he said, well, he had the simplest tell when he was getting the, when he was getting the ball, he would tug on his right glove twice. So he was like, I knew how to play him based off of that like i could literally look at that and be like all right cool you know he ain't tugging on his glove he ain't getting the ball and i knew to be able to stay there and shadow him versus playing him tough i mean even though i feel like darrell revis was just okay db he wasn't fucking great you know what i mean so and it it, to rod's point man when you when team and and to what teradome is saying right here when they know you're not getting the ball they ain't worried about it and it's less for me to be bothered with. You're not going to block as hard. You're not going to be too, you know, and, you know, you're not going to be as, as dedicated to the play as you previously would when you was hungry. Now you didn't got fed, you know, so don't get lackadaisical. Still be the same person that you were before you got that bread so that money can continue to come in. Because it's only, I think, what, like wide receivers, quarterbacks, yeah maybe a cornerback where you get two contracts and Debo needed this contract because when he came into the league, he was well past, you know, 21. See, when you come in the league at 21, you can get at least two good solid contracts. And when you leave the league, as long as you didn't screw your money off and you were smart with it, you're, you should be financially stable. There should be no reason why you don't have money, why you haven't created longevity. Or, or any type of generational wealth for yourself and your family. But when you come in the league late, you got ball just to get that one big deal, then you got to hope that they let you play through that whole joint. Because teams, we all know how teams move. When the guaranteed money gone, you become expendable. Look at what's about to happen to Jalen Ramsey. He about to get traded. Why? Mm-hmm. You've become expendable, sir. 
Aaron Donald is worth more to us than you are. You got to go. Don't but everybody knew this what happened City. with the Rams. Why? Because they kept spending so much fucking money. They well, weren't production wasn't, wasn't worth the damn either. He didn't do much. I think I, I don't think he did. I don't think he did much anyway. I think Ramsey was overrated to start, in my opinion. I think I think he's overrated in, in my opinion. I, I, that's just me though. But I mean, at the end of the day, dude, we feature a different receiver each week. One eight seven said the offense changes week to week. You kind of have to feature someone week to week in this system because, like I said, it's, it's hard to distribute the ball. Um, yeah, you you can do that, but when you're a defensive person, I'm a ex, I'm an ex athlete. I watch tendencies of players. So if I study a player and I watch them, I watch tendencies of what you do, no matter what, whether you're getting the ball, whether you're not getting the ball, how you look for the ball, which way you turn how your mind like i watch everything on a person so when i saw everything and i'm looking at debo and i'm like this you you just out here getting a check right now and then you know for a second it's like okay now you playing like debo so it's like it's confusing but then you notice like i i watch it i'm like oh he's not getting the ball oh i know he's not getting the ball i know he's not getting the ball like i knew it every time because i just I pay attention to it. It's just that's just the instinctful thing of watching tape on somebody. If you really watch tape on people and you know defense like that, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna watch somebody, their tendencies and everything that they do. So that's, that's a great point, that's just an old athlete. For sure. And if you see it, they see it. They're looking back at what they spent. Yeah, they're gonna tell you, bro, pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up this season because, yeah. you know. And, and I mean, do you think that he was ginger on that ankle? Or you did you see this prior to the injury? Prior to. I've seen this. I'm being honest with you. Go back and look at the NFC Championship game from last year. Look at the fourth quarter on. Watch every play when you notice when Debo wasn't getting the ball. Now, I understood. I would be a little pissed off, too considering you guys rolled me to get to this point. And now, mm-hmm. now when it comes to yeah. crunch time, you're not giving me the ball. Yeah. I do get that part of it. Now you got the bag. Now you got the money. So now when you were hustling and trying to get money, you got it now. Well, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I can too much. I, exactly. And then I got this Jordan contract too. Don't let, you know, don't, don't let me forget that one also. So a bunch of stuff and his brand and everything that he has going on, now that plays a different role. So now when you look at certain stuff and how, he they, got play, sleep number two. how they move, exactly, you start moving differently because now your network is different. So that's why, oh, man, I ain't got to run as hard. This check, I, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this one. I'm going to make this one work. Trust me. We good for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Just how they operate. <laughs> Just how they operate. It's sad. It's it's very few. You have very few greats that can walk around in any sport and know that they want it, that they're hungry for that game, and, and they'll they'll go through a wall and then some to to try and do whatever. But come on now, LeBron James is a billionaire. He's walking around with a boot on his foot. But you got AD, Mr. Glassman, 
and, and he coughs and he's injured. So you know, yeah, what I'm don't get me started in AD, bro. Oh shit. Right. Hey, so, look, it's great. Look, it's like, very if LeBron simple. don't play. I don't want to play. It's yeah. very simple. The only reason LeBron James is still in the league is because he's trying to play with his son. This is literally yeah. the only reason That's that right. man is still playing basketball. If he can it's get a lot of dedication, if he can have one season, yeah. But the thing is, dedicated to that, his craft, he spends a million dollars a year on training staff to yeah. sustain that, to sustain that, 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 the stamina, the wherewithal to make it through an NBA season. And I mean, that could very well be true. I, I I'm not going to discredit you on that. And I mean, if he can do that, God bless him. Do whatever. I mean, dude, you get one opportunity on this planet. Make Absolutely. make it what you will. If you want to yep. spend it, if you want to spend the back end of your NBA career, you've already met every every milestone there is, dude. You've topped. You've done it all. If you want to no, be the first no, one to stick around mm-hmm. and play with your son, so do it. Okay, he ain't, you've done, you've he ain't been, met it. You know achieved, why? You've achieved some. I understand you haven't. You haven't won six trophies. I get it. No, no. This has nothing to do with, with, with MJ. This has something to do with something that he's robbed us of. And the top players in the league. The, the dunk contest. Why are you robbing us of that? Why? Why rob us of that? Uh-huh. Bro, this dude does freakishly spectacular shit in a game on a regular basis. That His athleticism is unrivaled. I've never seen anything like that for somebody to be his size. But I would love to that. I'd love to see throwback. I don't hear that bullshit. Okay. You can take care of Let's go. Throwback. Look, Let's go. Look, 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 when please come talk to me. It's simple. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to slap you right in the face with them six rings. I don't care how, how, how irrelevant we are. You will always hear that. When you get to six, come talk Y'all to me. Didn't like come back three, you, got, you know what the Bulls didn't do? They didn't come back three to one. They didn't come back. You know, you have that. That is fantastic that you have it. Here's the problem. You never three-peated, and you never no. win. A, you ain't even went back to back. We're not going to either. That, that's a fact. We are not. We are a tiny market but team. Unfortunate. But and it, it, it is what it is. We're a small market all, team. But you know what? I'm saying small is, market teams can say that they've done it. Yeah, I just wish he – I honestly wish he would, bro. I truthfully do. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it would be nice because you would see some credit. You mean to tell me you don't think that LeBron would be able to do something spectacular that we ain't never seen before? Yes, he would. You don't think John Morant would be able to do something spectacular in the dunk contest? So let's not talk about him. <laughs> I, I, Dion, I don't know why he won't do the dunk contest. I don't I know really why don't any know. of them don't do it. It's it's Maybe. that that right there is the only reason anybody watches any of the shit in the playoffs. But yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with that, man. It's it's pretty pretty cool, man. We Ryan came in. Hello, Ryan. We about to get up out of what here. What up, yo? Sorry, I was had a show with. Uh, well, I thought it was going to go solo. Uh, platform and something happened with platform. Then all of a sudden, Wolf popped in out of the middle of nowhere, and then Wolf did an hour and a Wolf and I did an hour and a half, and then we did a like another like I don't know half an hour. For-
45 minutes in the back <laughs> back room just talking some talking some crazy stuff. Oh man. Damn, Joey went there. <laughs> what here we go. Oh shit. <laughs> You heard about the news, right, Dion? No, I heard. I don't know, man. I know John Morant is is being described to be petty. He that's all. He beat up on a teenager, dude. Okay, yeah, let's end it. Let's end it. Oh, I don't even want to. Talk. Come on, yeah. bro. You a grown ass man in the damn NBA right? and all that money? Got to fuck it off, beating up on a child. Get up out of here. No, no. Stupid. <laughs> and I heard stupidity out of time. Yeah, it flashed a gun. I heard. Yep. Oh, I thought they. I thought they. He, he dominated him in a game. Nope. No. Talking about no, he physically, physically assaulted a young boy. Yes. That's yeah. Seventeen year old. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't even. I don't even want to go into that. You can say that for your Warriors podcast, said, dude. I haven't even done one about forever. twelve to thirteen strikes or something like that. They struck him like twelve, thirteen times, and then flashed a gun at him or something. Good job. Good job, dumbass. Right. You just you just fucked off your whole life and career. Yep. Great. Thanks for making us look bad. And Rod, you know what I'm talking oh. about. That that's not fair. He's he's a guy who made a bad decision. Why should anybody I else take any blame for that? You yeah, know what I mean? He just he just made a bad yeah. decision. You can't continue to keep making the decisions that you make. You gotta look at your the, the company you keep around you it's, too. Like that, that's that, the part that, that needs to be addressed. And then on top of that, as a father, I think his dad needs to really truly kind of pull him to the side and just be like he needs to he need to have a talk really with him. You gotta be like that hey, son, one, I listen, dad beat the shit out. out of him. You're you're a role model on top of it. Like yeah. you just you can't keep you can't keep falling back on, you know, I made this bad decision. I made this mistake. Very true, John. Like, bro, you're very, it's, you're, you're very lucky to be in the very, very small percentage of the people that, that actually have this make kind it. of success in the NBA. And it's just not worth throwing it away with continuous bullshit. You just, there's just, there's been too many examples before you that have made poor decisions. You just, have to be better than that. You can't. It's too many. It's too many kids. Yep. There's too many kids that are on here that say it's not me. It's not gonna happen to me. You know, these kids mm-hmm. get into the situations and in things and feel like they're untouchable now. And until they're it happens deep. to them, then it's too late. So, right. Yeah. Well, that yeah. seventeen-year-old and his family, you know, they're making a bunch of money. Absolutely. Oh yeah. But uh, you guys ready to shut it down? We're gonna shut it down. Um, Ryan, just real quick, let's uh, just anything that pops in your head, um, let's hear it real fast about the Niners. Uh, don't be, <laughs> wow, don't that be was surprised fast. if don't be surprised <laughs> if McGlinchey is on the team next year. I got one real quick before we roll, real quick. You guys, I want everybody to take a crack at it, try to keep it, uh, you know, a minute or less. This came to my mind. I was listening. Uh, I was listening to the radio about the uh, Purdy uh, Trey Lance situation, the quarterback market, uh, the operate the surgery. Do you do you guys ever put your tinfoil hat on and think to yourselves that continue that that 
that the the future moving forward with Trey and a free agent quarterback are contingent on the surgery for Brock Purdy. If it's going to be the uh, the le- the le- the lesser the lesser operation, the 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 brace surgery that's going to take the least amount of time to recover from, or the Tommy John surgery. Does that time frame have an effect on what we do moving forward? Trace Trey remaining a 49er or bringing another free agent quarterback in? Do you guys believe that any of it's contingent on his surgery? Go ahead, Ryan, since you came in. I last, totally do. If you want to. I, I think that I think so, that's exactly so what do you doing, believe that I if Purdy goes with the yeah, I, I would agree. But do you think that if Purdy's surgery is the lesser, the brace, which is going to take the least amount of time to recover from, does that put Trey on the trading block for draft for draft day? I don't know if they'll do that. No. I'm sorry, Ryan, but I don't know if they'll do that because uh, they don't know what Brock is going to be able to do, even post surgery. Well, is he able going to be the old I, Brock or not? Okay. You you don't you don't know if they're going to have to go back and clean anything up that i yep. think that would be the biggest thing and i don't think you could you can't deal trey i don't think you, you can you can in all actuality but i think you can and i mean i don't want you to deal trey in the fan base. but i was listening to a no I, I was listening to a bunch of people just call in and they were just going on and on and on and it gets the wheels turning man it makes you think like what is this franchise capable of doing what do they believe they have you know we know that Trey doesn't have developmental time. He's got to get in there, and he's just got to execute. And it's just a shitty situation. The, the unfortunate thing for Trey, in my opinion, is if Brock recovers and starts doing well, and Trey starts to, you know, not really play well, and he, you know, he goes through those valleys where, he, he you know, every co- young quarterback goes through. I don't know if Kyle will be. Uh, be able to hang in with him. I think they'll, he'll bring in Brock and kind of dismiss Trey right away. And that's unfortunate for Trey because the minute Trey struggles, like last year, if, if Trey didn't get hurt and he would have struggled, they would have stayed with him. They would have stayed committed to him, allow him to develop that way. Now knowing what Brock can do, I don't believe that uh, Kyle will wait. He'll probably will not hesitate to pull in Brock and, and pull out Trey. And I think that's going to be devastating for Trey. In my opinion, for his development, it's devastating for me because I don't want that shit. I believe Neither that I, yeah. we were patient with all these other idiots. We were patient with 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 uh, with with. Uh, no, I'm talking about. Uh, we were patient with D Ford. We were patient with uh, what's his face? Place for Jason Verrett. Jalen Hurd. Yeah, Jalen Hurd. We were patient with everybody, and then suddenly. The, the the guy that you traded or all of our future capital for, you're just gonna, you know, it's I can just, tell it's, you, geez. I can tell you that injury doesn't happen. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I think Trey would have developed perfectly fine last season, and I think Trey Lance would have been our QB one going into the season, no questions asked. Well, I, th- I think because was... Brock would never got an opportunity. That not that only too. not only that, but I think this. We got to go back to last year when we was three and five. And I feel like yeah. when we was at three and five, when we should have made that switch then and we didn't take that time to do it, that's when I feel like a whole bunch of stuff came into my head about stuff. Because I'm like, wait a minute, 
why wouldn't you just go on a switch? It wasn't like Jimmy G last year throughout the year. Like he was just dominating at that time last year. So it was just like, what are we doing here? It is, it's a perfect time to transition on, move on to Trey, give him his reps, let us keep moving and we can keep on going. But we did not take that advantage of that at the opportune time. And now I look at, you know, the situation that we're in right now. Yeah. Again, third year in a row. Yep. Well, he's muted. I think Rod was muted. No, I'm good, uh, am I? Oh, you're good? No, okay. no he's kind of went. But, you know, hope, hopefully the the whole situation, if if uh, Trey wouldn't got hurt, um, obviously he did and in, in where we are where we're at. And, and it sucks for Trey, man, because I think Trey does have the potential to be a great quarterback and unfortunately may not get his opportunity. And one of the worst things, one of my worst nightmares is seeing Trey on another team becoming yep. that quarterback that we think yep. he can yep. be. Yep. 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 Same. And that's the kind of luck San Francisco 49ers and 49er fans have, mother effer. You can yep. bet your ass that if he yep. leaves, we're going to look, we're going to be looking. We're going to be peeking through the blinds, crying ourselves to sleep every fucking night. Here's I what I that because before that's we, the kind of luck I have. When he, when he, how to stay, when he figures out how to stay healthy. Yeah. Before. Yeah, but I don't. I, <laughs> before. I, that, that whole thing about uh, I see 187, you talk about he hurt his finger. I, I, I heard this Trey hurt his finger thing. I've heard that on, on multiple channels. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it a lot. And they have those turtle shell helmets specifically designed so that quarterbacks don't break their fingers, break their hand, bump their wrist. It happens to every quarterback. They've all stowed their finger on a helmet. So they wear those goofy looking things to protect quarterbacks. I just, you know, he's not injury prone. Real quick before, I don't think he is. Um, I was just making a joke because uh, our GM seems to think that Trey needs to figure out some way to not have 300 pound linemen fall on his ankles and not have defensive linemen rushing his face as he's throwing right. a ball. So, right. so that's he where... just sold him out. He threw him under the bus because he ran the RPO. He, they're blaming him for the way that he ran the RPO. They threw Trey under the bus. That was John Lynch. I smack your lips off your face, John, for saying that because it was ignorant. It was, it was just downright. You just threw Trey under the bus because you guys indirectly on television, blame Trey for the way he executed that play. That pissed me off. So that's where I'm coming in with this. Kyle Shanahan needs to call better plays for Trey Lance and not run him through the damn middle like he did last year. And that's how that Look, he, but, but, but B, he, he had the opportunity to make the decision on that. So yeah. he chose to run it. So he made a mistake and it cost him the season and a broken ankle. That's Trey's mistake to grow from. You don't go and make a make a spectacle of it on national television. Uh, you just don't sell the kid out like yeah. that. That's the bullshit that I'm talking about. Like, it's just wrong. It, Trey knows what he did. He, he yeah. probably thought this through a million times, you know, what he could have done just, differently. And you know when people and when people say that you don't lose your job to injury, that's bull crap because yeah. mm-hmm. ask Alex Smith how that mm-hmm. went. Yep. 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 I just need just before we like once again before we end it, I just need Kyle to make the playbook more open for Trey, like he did with Brock Purdy this past season. 
because I did not see that in the first two games with Trey Lance. But oh, wasn't that a, a, the ability that for Kyle to open up the playbook for uh, Brock was that he Brock gave him the confidence to do so. I'm not going against Trey here, but I believe that what Brock showed Kyle uh, on the field and the way he reacted to the defense, the way he was able to read the defenses, throw the ball accurately, I think as games went on, Kyle felt more comfortable giving more responsibility to uh, Brock. Uh, I don't think he's there yet with Trey. I think Trey hasn't shown him enough to get Kyle's trust. But Kyle wasn't even letting... And it sucks. You're, you're saying the playbook opens The playbook opens based off of your production. Exactly. It can only open as much but, as you're willing to give it. But yes. we fucking but, failed miserably at developing Trey, so we didn't ever give him the opportunity I exactly. to get as far. I Brock agree. Purdy played but in the, the Power 5 conference, so naturally some of these throws came a lot more natural. And not for nothing, he had a bunch of... The, he had He had all the support... From from the click and the influence in the locker room from camp, they all couldn't stop yammering about how how much of a baller he was. He just carried himself, and he's big cock Brock, and all this bullshit. You know, it, but Trey but just the, got a raw deal, yeah, right out the gate. Just 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 but right out the gate because it's not that they didn't open Jeff. up the book. It just they were. They were trying to make a be Lamar Jackson, and they weren't even giving him the yep. Jimmy playbook. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the yep. thing. I don't care about really opening it all up, this and that. I just want, I want the Jimmy playbook with a couple of with you actually hit the clear out route every now and then. That's that's what I'm looking for. Just bare minimum. What was yeah, Trey Lance one of his weaknesses, uh, Ryan? Uh, Coming into camp, his throws well, over the middle, over the middle, and his accuracy, right? And therefore. Well, if you want to move the ball down the field and you want to go with the strength of Trey and at that point was his run ability more than his throwing because they were working on that accuracy, in my opinion. And he wasn't running very well on the outside as people seem to believe. Exactly. So they were running him in the inside, not saying that he got hurt intentionally, but what is Kyle going to do? I'm not defending Kyle. I'm just saying he ran him in the inside because he wasn't being decisive on the outside. And his he accuracy also, wasn't there. Kyle also didn't roll him out into any bootlegs, which is he's great right. when he's moving on True. his feet. You which I mean? you there, saw that in the Houston game uh, in 2021. There's there's so many. Peyton Manning was Kyle an inaccurate thrower. Uh, Josh Allen was an inaccurate thrower. We can t- we can we can go back and forth for mm-hmm. for days on this. The fact of the matter is, a lot of the guys that struggled with accuracy struggled with the intermediate stuff. They just got reps. Over and over and, and over And that's the again. key, John. They got ready. Look, look at uh, what's in the in Buffalo. He was very coming out of Wyoming. Josh he Allen. was very inaccurate. Uh, Josh yeah. Allen, and he he developed that. But to the key that you said, reps matter. And unfortunately for Trey, not playing as much as he has, and then getting hurt in the second game of his start, it's unfortunate. Beto, I think it's. I think Beto. I think it's just the. The place setting for Trey Lance was never was never right. It, the, the circumstances never presented themselves the way they should have for Trey Lance to develop here. Frankly, we just overstayed our welcome with, with Jim. We just overstayed our welcome, and it hindered the development. And, and and maybe we should maybe maybe in the next coming weeks, this we should do a show just on this. You know. 
because we could really get a lot of insight and we could really, we could really knock it out, you know, yeah, rather than try to scrape it up in the last. On that note, we're going to keep our audience uh, waiting for next week. And you're right, John, we can definitely carry this conversation next week. And, uh, and then whatever happens throughout the week, we can add to it. Um, I just, in my behalf and Brandon, I just want to thank Mariah uh, from 49er Faithful Lee for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Rod uh, hanging in for us. I appreciate you, man. John V. No doubt, man. Uh, no Border Sports no came in a little bit late, but you came in. I appreciate you. Uh, we look forward to doing this, guys, every week. And the beautiful thing about this is that nobody is obligated on the panel to, to be available every week. This is why we have so many um, content creators involved so that we can give you guys a great show now, real quick, we still have to work out the kinks, but we kind of thought of an idea that maybe next week we do um, a GM where one of us will get paid to be the GM of the 49ers. You do a draft, a quick mock draft, and then the rest of the panel will criticize or compliment on your picks of of the draft just to get something different. And then I also want to do a um, trivia night where – the people in the in the chat get to ask us the panel questions live, and the the ones that get the most questions right wins, uh, even if it's just bragging rights wins. And just to get the the audience involved with us, so they'll say like, John, this this uh, is questions for you, and Teradomo asks John a question, and John would have to answer it. If he gets it right, he gets a point. If he doesn't. And then Steve Myas, uh, Mariah, and so forth. So just to keep things entertaining, because sometimes in the offseason, until the draft comes around or, or, the, or the free agency, it, you know, you kind of beat the whole horse talking about the same thing over and over again. So I just want to mm-hmm. do a little bit, have a little bit of fun. So keep that, guys, in mind for those that are in, uh, watching us in the chat. Uh, those are the things that are about to come in the next couple of weeks. Anything you guys want to say in the closing? We'll start with Mariah. We'll go with Rod, John, um, Ryan, and then Brandon can kick us out. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me again, chat. We appreciate you guys being here. As always, we couldn't do this without you guys. So, um, you have we'll any continue. shows going on this week? Or next um, week? My next show will be Saturday with Bashar at 2 Pacific time. And her channel is in the description below. All you got to do is click on it. And it right. directly to her channel. Uh, Rod, are you done, Mariah? I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rod, uh, anything you want to, anything you go, got going on on your guys' channel? Man, we just got shows coming up next week, Tuesday. Tune in, basketball, um, all things NBA, Warriors, Lakers, whoever your team is. Just come in there, talk your stuff. You know how we do it. Just, hey, be yourself. That's it. And his Gina channel. Gina the Bay probably. Broadcast, you know, productions. Awesome. And, and his channel and, and Gina's channel are also in the description below. Click on their channel, go subscribe, support them. John, Absolutely. anything going on on your channel? Oh, me and the fellas lost a bet to some uh, Kansas City fans, and we have to eat some godforsaken, the hottest hot sauce on planet Earth, and that's going to happen Tuesday, I believe. Ooh, interesting. Um, and, and, I mean, we're just going to chop up the rest of uh, – rest of this we're just going to wrap up uh final thoughts for um for the off season um 
naturally we do we do a show with a Bills fan and a Browns fan and myself a Niners fan. We chop up everything NFL, NBA, and whatever else you want to talk about in between. So I appreciate you guys for having me, Mariah. All the love to you, sis. Um, B Dubs, I appreciate you, Beto. Thank you so much, Ryan. Yes, it's always a pleasure, Rod. Always a pleasure to rock out with you on on screen, yes, my man. And yes, John sir. V's uh, channel is also on the description below. I made it really easy and accessible for you guys. Just click on the link, go to his channel, support him, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, and make sure to hit that notification bell so that you will be notified when everyone goes live on their perspective channel. <laughs> Ryan, what you got? I just want Pause. same thing. Go in the description. Make sure you go through everybody's channel. Clip subscribe. Everybody that's in that uh, description is worth subscribing to. They're going to give you great content. Um, Absolutely. Shout out. Thanks for having me. A pleasure, brother. Pleasure. All right, Brandon. Uh, what you got in your channel, personal channel, and uh, call, send us off. Um, so if you haven't yet already, uh, subscribe to Fire Faithful Podcast. Uh, we're also live on this show on my channel as well right now. So hit that like for this video. Um, free agency is coming up, so we might be having a show soon for that. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't yet already, please go over to the Fortnite's Podcast Network and hit that like subscribe button. I'm trying to grow this channel as well. Um, and uh, make sure to follow us on, on uh, well, we don't have a Twitter page yet but we will eventually yes make sure you follow um, us at uh well we'll get that back to you right yeah, <laughs> well, you can Instagram. follow me at uh for a fitful podcast ff pod 49 um you know we're trying to hit a thousand followers on twitter so we're almost there so please hit that follow button um but yeah i think other than that um let's go ahead and end it until next time guys go niners peace Go Niners, peace. Go Niners again.